0: and welcome to the Stories of Northern Life from the Sault Ste. Marie Museum. Today, I'm going to read to you an article from the Sioux Daily Star, titled, Volunteer Mourners Attend Italian Funerals. It's an interesting cultural heritage tradition that was practiced here within our local Italian community. And I'm gonna share a little bit more research that I found on the topic as well. So let's get into it. Volunteer mourners attend Italian funerals. Italians of yesteryear living in our city's West End gave up their dead begrudgingly, but not before everyone within hearing distance learned of their exemplary earthly existence of the deceased. But up until the middle 1930s, the professional mourners were a part of the scene at every family wake they helped the people to cry. It was the crier's job to promote those paying their last respects into giving vocal and visual evidence of the highest esteem in which they held the dead. Whether or not he or she was deserving of the demonstration was a matter of no importance. Sometimes we left wondering if they were burying the wrong person, says Miss Ilia Bonifero recalling how she and a friend would take in the performances as youngsters. Every bereaved family in the West End could count on the professional crier's attendance at the wake. Be it for the saintly or sinner, the ritual was the same. The criers, as many as six, would arrive separately or in a group and position themselves amongst those present. On cue, invariably when others were emotionally spent and the room fell into an unbecoming silence, one of the criers would move up to the casket, look down at the reposed, shake their head unbelievingly, turn to the mourners and with water filled eyes that seemingly had been trained to eject tears would commence a wailing eulogy. It would be interpreted repeatedly by outcriers from the other criers who serve to most everyone in the room to shed tears benefiting the occasion. It would be interrupted repeatedly by outcriers from the other criers who served to move everyone in the room to shed tears benefiting the occasion. This would go on intermittently all afternoon and night. One of two of the criers might leave the women perhaps to get supper started for their families and return later to relieve the others. There was always a fresh contingent of rested and rejuvenated criers to perform the ritual for the benefit of the newly arrived visitors. Recalling these scenes today, the men and women who remembered watching as a child spectator dispel any thoughts one might have regarding the hypocrisy in having official criers, so to speak, at wakes. These people were not aberrants. They were neighbors, close friends, or casual acquaintances of the deceased or the bereaved family. The custom can be traced back to the old days in the old country. In many Italian villages as professional criers were often paid for services rendered. The family of the deceased perhaps to save face should the departed life on earth been less than honorable would have the professionals move what few mourners may have turned out to be a frenzied display of emotion for appearance sake. The professional criers of the West End neither sought or received payment. They probably did it because their mother or father before them did it and they moved into it as a natural course. Esoteric traditions familiar to each member of the Italian community appear bizarre to any outsider. But the professional crier days in the West End were numbered. With the subsequent establishment of lysing funeral homes, wakes and homes were discontinued, and the whaler's art was a die of natural death. The criers, most of whom were elderly, when they practiced the art, soon became the recipients of a service they once rendered. It wasn't too long, around 1937, as close as Miss Bonifero can remember, when the last of the professional criers in the West End passed away. He was truly one of the best, Miss Bonifero remembers. Ironically, he was a bachelor. Interesting, right? Let's open this up some more and reflect. What do you think about this practice? Do you think we should mourn the dead equally? the same as our mother, our neighbor, acquaintance, or enemy, mourn their life as a fellow human who lived on the planet at the same time as us. Do other cultures practice something similar to this? A little research tells me that the professional mourners were a widespread tradition in not only Italy, but the entirety of the Mediterranean. The figure of the professional mourner has roots going back as far as ancient Greeks and Romans. I looked into the Italian tradition a little deeper and found that the professional criers were not just for aesthetic purposes, to make your family member look loved or seem appreciated in the community, like said in the article, but they were acting embodiment of collective grief. With their chants and body language, they ensured that the souls of the dead would travel safely to the other side. Many believed that they needed to mourn completely like the ancient Roman societies did to keep the departed soul from coming back and to exercise the fear of death that was so present. Italians are extremely superstitious people, even in this modern day and age, we wear emulants against the evil eye called Molokios and keep icons of the saints hanging all over the place. So the professional mourners were providing a service to the community to fully guide the departed soul into the beyond and not stay trapped, pulling more lives into the world of the dead. They lit candles to show them the way and in contrast to the article, some interpretations of the practice of professional mourners would not cry as the tears may weigh heavy on the departed's clothes, preventing them from reaching the other world. So their grief had to be expressed through body language, dance and chants. I hope you found this topic of cultural heritage in Sault Ste. Marie as interesting as I did. And if you have any other cultural traditions or superstitions or even ways to mourn the dead, I would love to hear them. Email me at Mari, M-A-I-R-I at SiouxMuseum.ca and let's chat. Thanks for listening to the stories of Northern Life, and I will talk to you again next week. Ciao!